0: Well, the time has come once again to laugh just a little. But we hope you laugh a lot. Protectorate Productions Comedy Showcase. You will hear things from Classic Team Jadith Live, some new items, and I'm hoping to get some other podcasters on board by simply asking them if I could use some clips from their shows maybe even from shows long ago. Well, jump into the adventure with me, because here we go. Welcome to the showcase. It is good to be able to record. It's also good to have Anchor here to uh, allow me to schedule it ahead. uh, Because as I'm recording this, it's actually September of 2022 when you're listening to it. It's going to be January of 2023. So, man, that's great. Uh, speaking of anchor, let's go ahead and get that out of the way. And now, some protectorate production bloopers. <laughs> let's go back to verse 21. It says, the fish that was in the river died, and the river stank. And the Egyptians could not drink the water of the river and there was blood throughout all the land of Egypt no longer would the river, river no longer would the river provide an abundance of food and no longer would that sermon be a uh, perfect recording yeah it just uh, sometimes happens doesn't it you mess up bells in the batfree john bell's show can be found at the on the Mutual Audio Network, and finer podcast sites.
1: Here's Mr. Wizard. Well, good morning, Billy. Hello, Mr. Wizard. How are you feeling today, Billy? I'm feeling fine. Too bad, Billy, huh? because we're going to learn how a completely different culture from ours treats certain ailments and pains. Really? Are you suggesting I'm lying, Billy? No, no, I... Shape can... up, Billy. Okay. And let me introduce you now to Dr. Shi Kabob. He's is an expert in acupuncture. Do you know what that is, Billy? Sure. I didn't think you did. <laughs> acupuncture is the ancient art of curing ailments by sticking long needles into the patient at specific... Specific places. It's getting late, and I have an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> While our assistants help Billy onto the table, I think I need to mention something here. Dr. Kabob usually works with incredibly thin, painless needles. But because those thin needles don't show up well on television... I've taken the liberty of exchanging them for easier-to-see knitting needles. <laughs> uh, yeah. Billy, tell me where you're hurting. I feel fine. I feel great. <laughs> really? Yeah, Hand me that sledgehammer, like will oh you? My, oh, my, <sighs> oh, my head. Yes, the classic headache. A doctor, if you will.
2: stick it right here. No, don't stick me right here. <laughs> As you
1: can see, the doctor <laughs> is sticking the needles <laughs> into various <laughs> parts of Billy's anatomy. <laughs> Being a little dull, <laughs> a few of the needles need a little coaxing to go in. But the doctor's doing a great job. Billy, how do you feel now? My leg hurts. My arm hurts. My chest everywhere. You me Billy has completely forgotten about that little headache he had just moments ago.
3: heavens, That's over.
1: But Billy did mention about a dozen other places that do hurt. Doctor, see if you can help Billy some more. I I recommend you kids at home not to attempt acupuncture on any of your brothers and sisters. Give me a call and I'll send Billy right over (laughs) until next time. This is Mr. Wizard saying bye bye. Hey, got to check out Mike
0: Williams. Uh, here he is. Once you listen to him, then go over to Mike Williams' comedy over on YouTube.
3: ...found on the McDonald's drive through window. This is, this is it right here. It says, we have menus in Braille. At the drive through We also have picture menus. Braille menus for people who can't see, the sign, or drive through, picture menus for people who can't read, the sign, I I thought I'd have a little bit of fun, so I went back to McDonald's Myself some dark glasses and and an old piece of PVC pipe. Put my car in the drive-through lane, rolled my window down, and drove around. I'm tapping down the side of the building. I get up to that little window. The girl goes, Oh, can I help you? I said, I'd like a menu in Braille, please. She looked around for it. Then she comes back, she goes, I'm sorry, sir, I can't find a a Braille menu. Would you care for a picture menu?
0: (laughs) So in this next sketch, I would like to thank uh, John Steinklobber for reprising his role as Judd Whopper. This is Jada Fates reporting from TJL Memorial Hospital. With all the medical concerns arising recently, I'm here to get answers. Let me just find a staff member. Excuse me, doctor?
4: Yes, can I help you?
0: Judd Whopper?
4: That's right, Dr. Judd Whopper, MD at your service.
0: Uh, Unexpected, but, but not unwelcome.
4: Thank you. Now, you have some questions for the people back home?
0: That's right, thanks. First, there's a lot of social media posts and radio information going around about price gouging
4: oh yes a terrible thing
0: do you guys really charge 350 dollars here for a band-aid
4: i tell you that's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard people should watch what they post on the internet yeah those kind of rumors are near impossible to get rid of
0: well i'm sure listeners at home will be glad to hear that
4: utterly preposterous i charge one thousand dollars for a band-aid
0: Something else has been bothering me. Aren't you a judge? Certainly. And a doctor? Absolutely. So you have a law degree and a medical degree?
4: Certainly, don't you?
0: Where'd you get your degrees?
4: You Getty online degrees.
0: You Getty? Never heard of them.
4: It's run by my friend Antonio over here.
0: That's right! You pay me the money! You Getty your degree! So, you don't know how to do any real medical procedures? I know
4: how to put on a band-aid.
0: Almost everyone knows how to put on a band-aid.
4: Maybe so, but almost no one gets a thousand dollars doing it. Why, I had one guy come in and need a thousand band-aids. Really? Yes, he came in saying he needs stitches. I said, no, you don't. Just put this band-aid on it. It kept bleeding through, but that was no problem. I had plenty of band-aids.
0: Here's something from Fred Passmore and John Laughan from Chief Laughs Comedy. You can find that over at christianskitscripts.com.
2: oh Oh, boy. <laughs> sounds like a familiar voice. <gasps> One I'm actually relieved to hear. Hey, Jeremiah. Did you say something, Mr. Fred? Y- yeah, I said, hey, uh, why are your ears bandaged up? Sorry, Mr. Fred. I can't hear too well. My ears are bandaged up. I see that. Well, what happened? You weren't here last week. I guess you noticed I wasn't here last week neither. I guess you're curious as to what happened to me. <laughs> That's what I said. You thought I was dead? No, sir. I, I wasn't dead. I just got hurt. I was visiting with my sister for a spell, and she went out to pick up some wild scuppinons to make me a scuppinon pie. I figured I'd best iron my Sunday shirt so as I got to work at the ironing board. Well, the phone rang, and I answered the hot iron by mistake. Man, that, that's terrible. But I, I see you have a bandage on both ears. What happened to the other one? Well, sir, I guess when they didn't get anybody the first time, they thought they'd try again, so they called back. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, sorry. I felt a might stupid making the same mistake twice. Mind handing me your trash can there, son? I'm sorry for your accident, Jeremiah, but I'm glad you're back. That crazy lady you sent last time almost put me in traction. Tell I me, mean, do you have a good story for us? You want me to go to the forest? What for? No, no, I said, do you have a good story? Can you tell us a story? Oh, yes, sir, I can do that. <sighs> there was this feller riding his pickup truck to town to pick up some parts and supplies one day, and going down the road, he saw a pig walking in the ditch. Seeing as to how there weren't nobody around and there weren't no farm nearby, he stopped, put the pig in the back of his truck, and rode on into town. Well, when he stopped at a light, a policeman saw the pig and said, ''Where are you taking that pig? Riding it in the back of your truck like that without a trailer is dangerous.'' Well, the man said, ''Well, I was driving down the road when I saw him walking and he looked lost. I didn't see anybody around and I didn't think I should leave him out there, so I put him in the truck. I hadn't really thought about what I'd do with him next.'' And the policeman said, ''Well, I think you should take him to the zoo.'' That seems like the best thing to me. Well, the feller agreed it sounded like a good idea and promised that he would. Well, a few days later, the same policeman was directing traffic, and when he stopped some cars, he recognized the feller in the same pickup truck. He went up to ask how it turned out with the pig, and when he looked in, he saw the pig was sitting on the passenger side of the truck, buckled in, wearing a Braves baseball cap and wearing sunglasses. And the policeman said, hey, ain't that the same pig? And the man said, yes, sir, it sure is. And the officer said, I thought I said you should take him to the zoo. Why is he still here? And the man said, well, I did take him to the zoo. He had such a good time that the next day I took him to a Braves game, and today we're going to Six Flags. (laughs) 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 Yep, well, just like that feller, You know, sometimes we hear things differently than the way they were intended to be heard. But if we ask the Lord to make his word clear to us, he promised he'd give us the wisdom to understand it. Oh, that's so true. A good joke and a good thought to remember. Thanks, Jeremiah. Well, I best be skedaddling, Mr. Fred. Learn from my mistake and don't answer any irons. See you next time, son. Okay, take it easy.
0: And now... A couple brief advertisements, and then we'll be right back to the comedy.
2: You know, if you enjoy listening to comedy and would like to do it yourself, you can. For free comedy and drama scripts for you or your drama team to perform, go to www.christianskitscripts.com. Plus, you'll find soundtrack CDs you can purchase to enhance your performance of the skits. It's do-it-yourself Christian comedy at christianskitscripts.com.
3: I'm James Kennison, and I host a clean cut comedy podcast called That Story Show, where we put your hilarious real life stories and anecdotes in the spotlight. In other words, you send in your stories and we share them with the world. We tell stories about embarrassing moments, miscommunications, people trying to get into the wrong cars, silly things kids say, goofy stuff our pets do, you know, stuff we can all relate to and laugh at. So listen and find out how you can send in your own stories to be read on an upcoming episode. Find that story show in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, or just say, Alexa, play that story show.
1: Hope to hear from you soon.
0: The story is told of a man who had a dream. He was driving down a road and he saw a church building with demons swarming in and out the doors, on the roof, in and out the windows. He thought to himself, Man, that must be an evil church to have so many demons. A little further down the road, he sees a church building with one solitary demon on the roof, sleeping. Wow, he thought, only one sleeping demon. This church must be on fire for God. As he drove further down the road, he began to realize he made a mistake. The church with all those demons must have been on fire for God, for Satan had to work so hard. The church... With one sleeping demon must have been a church where the devil had them right where he wanted them. Persecution will come for the Christian. We are promised it. When everything is going our way without any difficulty whatsoever, is that really a good thing? We may want to double check just in case. Countering the culture in our quest for truth, this is Nathan Caldwell for Countershock. Check out all our other quest for truth items over at (laughs) life-truth.com. And here's this week's old-time radio moment, brought to you by the Retro Radio Podcast and Keith Heltley.
5: Ever since Victor Borges started his Tuesday evening broadcasts, we've had requests, requests, and more requests from radio and studio audiences for him to explain his phonetic punctuation. Victor, seems everyone wants to hear it. Can't we do something about it? Well, uh, well, I guess uh, I know what we can do.
2: What's that, Victor? Just do it. Oh,
5: great idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, uh, as most of you know, a little invention I made when I arrived in the United States about four years ago. It, yeah, it was one, two, three. In two months, it'll be... Tomorrow in two months, it'll be exactly four years and two months. <laughs> I come from Denmark, usually, and uh, unfortunately, I couldn't speak a word of English upon my arrival, and that was pretty bad, because I found that most people over here do (laughs) occasionally. And I tried to learn it, and I got along as time went by, and I finally learned a few words, like, for instance, do you want your coffee now or later, and things like that. Later... Later, I learned a little more as time and a half went by, and I finally found that <laughs> even people who speak English sometimes do not understand each other either. Also, and I tried to find the reason for it, and here's what I found. See, when you write a letter, you use punctuation marks in order to make your sentences understood. For instance, you write a letter to a very dear friend of yours, and in the middle of this letter, you write, uh, it doesn't have to be a very dear friend, just a friend of yours, and it doesn't even have to be a friend, just someone you know, this is... <laughs> Not important, it's just wasting time. As a matter of fact, you don't even have to know them just right. <laughs> now, in the middle of this letter, you write a sentence like, Was I an idiot? And put a question mark after that sentence. That indicates that you are not quite sure. <laughs> now, if you instead of the question mark after the same sentence put an exclamation point, then there is no doubt. <laughs> I hope you see the difference on the counter that in sign, which makes these signs very important. But we do not use them when we talk, and that might be the reason that we do not understand each other. Therefore, I have invented the phonetic punctuation, which means that while we talk, we will use punctuation marks by giving them sounds, like a period, for instance. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever you finish a sentence, you want a period, you just do, (laughs) let me know, the whole sentence is over. Here's a dash. That was a period and a dash. Exclamation point is a vertical dash with a period underneath. So simple. Here's a comma. Quotation are two commas. Or if you happen to be left-handed. Question mark is rather difficult. And finally, we have the colon. The two little dots, you know, you can put them over or under each other as you... Preferred. I think in, in America, you usually put them over each other. See, in, in Denmark, we reverse them and put them under each other. It's just a small country, you know. Colon sounds like this. And that is about all. I have a book over there, and uh, I would like to read a story to you. Somebody will please hand me the book. Coming up. Coming up. Thank you. This is a. Oh, this is a wonderful. Thank you. This is a pocket edition of Shakespeare. Johann Sebastian Shakespeare, <laughs> Jr. <junior>. And uh, <laughs> I would like to read a short story. I have it right here in the beginning. I have taken it out, so I'm just ready to read it. I have it right here in the beginning, <laughs> all prepared for it, and I'll, I'll find it. That's right here. Yes, here it is. <laughs> right here in the beginning of the book on page two. <laughs> 1,604. G6. This story takes place in London, somewhere in England. <laughs> <clears throat> Through the open window there suddenly came light. <laughs> Beautiful Elinor sat alone dreaming of but one thing. Two years had passed since she met Sir Henry. She could still remember the unhappy evening when her father had thrown him out. They had been sitting in the park, and Henry had said, Darling, is this the first time you have loved? She had answered, yes (laughs) but it is so wonderful that I hope it will not be the last (laughs) suddenly she heard a well-known sound (laughs) it was he in two strides, he was near her. Embrace, kiss, and rest. <laughs> 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 <Henry>. <laughs> <laughs> What is love? <laughs> she asked. <laughs> he answered, <laughs> Well, <laughs> I couldn't live without <laughs> She asked, I'm sorry. And she was left-handed. Where have, all your th- where have all your thoughts been this while? And he answered, with well, thee, O oh maiden. Turned the page. <laughs> Suddenly he was gone. All she heard was the well-known sound of his departing universe.
0: have a good day and remember laughter it's a really good medicine.